Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Ten years and still going strong. Everybody's a suspect! You're listening to Rabbit and Red. Robert Shaw was a tough motherfucker. Right. They don't make that angry. He wanted to punch Richard Dreyfus on the set he couldn't stand because he's a pussy. Fuck you. God damn you. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And I know that you like Jason Takes Manhattan, but my question to you is why? <laughs> okay, hey, now. Okay, you're gonna tell me Halloween. You know what makes me mad about you, Mike? I'm gonna tell you one day. Yeah. You know what makes me mad? The Halloween Six. Halloween, I think Six is your favorite movie. It certainly is. Jason Party. But you think Jason Party sucks? Yeah. Are you joking? Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. We have such sights to show you. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. And welcome back to Rabbit and Red Radio. You're saying people weren't clicking on and listening to my show to hear me talk? They just wanted to hear them? What fucking assholes, man? I know. And I'm, gu- <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too, because I'll click on it and I'll be like, Ooh, Ted, fucking Ted Rigby's on this show. The blackest eyes. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. The devil's eyes. This is a huge honor for me. Uh-oh, too much pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you now. I've been blown up! Take me to the hospital! Take me to the hospital! I'm sick! I'm gonna show those shitters what we can do. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And now, here's your hosts, Michael J. and Cody Robinson. Alright, and we're here, and it's another all new. Live, baby, live! Yes. We're doing it live. that clip goes, I don't even remember how it goes. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. <clears throat> anyway, so how are we doing this week, Cody? Oh. Oh, just, just wonderful. 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 Uh, between vehicle trouble... Screaming kids and lovely, lovely experiences at work. I can't imagine life being any better right now. Oh no, that's uh, yeah, that's never fun. Um, I mean, you know, especially the the, the kids and all that. Very noisy, very um, problematic. I'm sure everything is it's just. That's what they do. Ugh. Yeah, that's why I'm. There's there's but, a part of me that's glad I don't have kids. Let's rewind a little bit here. <clears throat> and uh, Shit. yeah, there we go. I didn't, I didn't open the soundboard. I, guess, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Or that not. that might be a good thing. Uh, let's rewind a little bit here. 
and pick up where we left off, which was with Joe Bob. Oh, yes. We are... <clears throat> Our little the- uh, live pre-show that turned into a commentary on top of a commentary. Yeah, and by the way, um, I know I said this to you all fair, but I think it might be better if we create an event and just uh, have it. Because afterward, I don't know if you noticed, but we had at least, not that it's like gangbuster numbers, but 28 uh, views on that uh, pre-show that became the entire show and all that stuff. So what you're saying is I need to get, next time we do a live show, uh, I need to get my old lady or something slutty. Well. That I mean, might help that, our uh, It could viewers. bring up the numbers, yes. And and unfortunately, I don't have a, a slut to uh, bring to the table at this point. Here's what you do. <laughs> Mike. Yes. I'll, I'll order it for you. We'll get you, well, no, I'm telling well, who am I kidding? I know you've already got a blow-up doll. Uh, you get you a blow-up doll, and you sit the blow-up doll next to you. Well, I was thinking what we could do is I could be sitting in, you know, the the chair, you know, that I was in prior. And then we'll just, I'll have my pants down to the angles. And then we'll have the doll. I don't like how this is going. We'll we'll have the doll covering my manhood. You know, the mouth will be over that. And then I'll just be like, and then every once in a while, as we're talking, I'll like be in the throes of, of, of passion. Like I'm just going off and just getting ready to explode inside of her mouth. <clears throat> Put a lot of thought into this. Well, you know, it's a 10-year dry spell. 11-year dry spell before you know it. Actually, shit, yeah, hey, it is 11 years old. don't worry. You're getting to that age. It, it's not even going to matter after a, a few more years. Uh, I'll tell you, if I get to that point, you might as well just, like, just put a gun and just fucking blow my brains out, please, because I just don't want to live. Oh, where's the soundboard when you need it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to open it up as we're talking because I'm missing all these opportunities. And maybe I have, maybe the internet has, you know, had enough time to kind of kick in so it'll actually respond when I, uh, kind of, uh, you know, want it to work tonight. But, um,. In other news, the uh, the network is kind of uh, growing. Slowly, I saw slowly. that. Yes, we. Uh, uh, what was it? We have um, Horror Cafe, which is um, a mother daughter team uh, talking. Oh uh, yeah, the mother and daughter team, right? Yes. Yep. Um, Erica and Jackie. Jackie's the mother. Erica's the daughter. That was um, their show. Is actually very good. I've uh, I've kind of uh, <clears throat> gotten into that a little bit. Um, then you have really another podcast, which I think I mentioned, yeah, last show they were already on the network, so uh, they're on there, those guys are cool, and um, uh, this week we have um, Matt Fassy, Fossy, Frass, I don't know how to fucking say it, it's F-A-C-C-I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, um, she? That could be it. And uh, he's got uh, shows on YouTube that we're going to um, be converting to audio and putting on the network. So we'll see how that all goes. It's my fucking McDonald's. Oh, my throat is just not good. 
And I did have coffee before we started again. My second cup of the day. So. That's a terrible idea. I'm getting better with that, though. Honestly. Like, I, I, dude, there was a point where I'm not shitting you. I would drink between four to five coffees a day. Um, sometimes, like, 16 ounces each. But I've, uh, you know, I've cut back kind of because... Holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've cut back. And, no and wonder they, you don't have any hair. Well, and I drink them black because, you know, I, I like them, like, just, like, strong and just black and just forceful and just, yes. Sure, I, black I, coffee matters. It, 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 yes. It, it blows through my colon. That's what it does. Shit, and I should have... See, I'm missing all these opportunities for farts and everything. That's not fair. That's really not fair. Damn luck. So what do you think of Joe Bob? The Joe Bob premiere. Uh, I know you said you didn't finish it. I didn't finish it either. Anybody who watched our live video, uh, it ended shortly before the first feature uh, was over. But uh, I hung in there into the second feature for a... uh, Oh, a very short amount of time. Uh, I've already forgot again what the second feature was. The, um, uh, what the hell was it? Help me here, Mike. What the fuck was it? House by the Cemetery, that's it. House by the Cemetery, that was it. House by the Cemetery, yeah. uh, Yeah, bull cheese, right? Yeah. Yes. Most uh, definitely that was that, yes. And I've, uh... Which is good, but uh, Mother's Day has got to be one of... I'm not a big trauma guy, but it, it is one of my favorite trauma films. And uh, and having Eli Roth, uh, he set in for both movies. Uh, I've still, like I said, I've still got to watch uh, the rest of uh, their commentary on House by the Cemetery. But uh, I always enjoy listening listening to Eli Roth give commentary. I just don't like his movies that much. I always I like listen to him talk right i mean he, he's you can tell he's a huge horror fan he's a he's a horror nerd he he uh he's so enthusiastic and it it's hard not to be caught up in that whenever uh he's discussing anything horror related and and having him and joe bob together you yeah, know listen to those two bounce off each other yeah that that, that was pretty cool which we didn't get to because we were talking over him most of the time yeah that's uh that's unfortunate, but I may have to go back and, and you know, just check that out. Because I, um, <clears throat> like with last season, um, I would start it because, um, what was it? They would go on demand, I think, like the day after they aired live. So if they were on, um, like on Friday, it would be on demand to watch like Saturday. And I would start, like last season, I would just watch the episodes, um... I guess I would watch one of the movies Saturday and the other one on Sunday, and that's how I got through the second season. So, um, <clears throat> speaking of Joe Bob, though, you just made me think. You know that um, that um, fan film, the Sawyer Family Massacre. Yeah, I believe they're in. Um, I think there's 11 days left on their campaign. Um, Joe Bob actually did a um, shout out for that uh, campaign, like a uh, a promo. I believe. I cool. Saw um, now, are they Indiegogo or Kickstarter? Ooh, I don't remember. I would have to ask, right? 
for the life of me, I do not remember. But you know what? I want to um, I want to see because I didn't get a chance to listen to that uh, Joe Bob um audio, like the little promo thing. I'm wondering if they actually got him to do a promo or if um, <clears throat> what was they saying? Or you know, or maybe they got him to do like one of those uh cameo things, you know, where they uh, where they pay for it or whatever. I don't know, though, but uh, let's... Uh, so here. Uh, Joe Bob's a pretty cool guy. He probably just did uh, a shout-out to him. Yeah, I mean, no, he definitely uh, he definitely is. Speaking of that, I did uh, try to look for uh, Darcy's uh, contact, because she did have an email contact on IMDB Pro. I was going to try to get her to... Uh, come on to the show, but unfortunately, her email contacts are now all gone. So, hmm. that, uh, that's unfortunate. Let's see, this is, oh yeah, here it is, hold on. Let's, uh, oh yeah, it's a, ca- it's a cameo, because it's 21 seconds. So let's, uh. So they just paid him to plug their movie. Right. That's, that's, that's the, uh. Are there, uh. Kickstarter or whatever. Yeah, that's the, uh... Let's see. Let's hear Joe Bob. Hold on. Oh, wait. I gotta hit play. Okay, here we go. Let's hear Joe Bob now. Hey, I'm Joe Bob Briggs, and indie filmmaker Steve Merlo is making a feature-length Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film called The Sawyer Massacre. So make sure to check out his Indiegogo campaign and teaser trailer, to help him get his production to Texas, where it should be. Hey, I'm Joe Bob Briggs, and indie... There we go. It automatically loops. I don't know why that is, but okay. Let's see, um... Okay, so now let's 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 get the stats live. <laughs> okay, so there's 10 days left, and they their goal is... $15,862. And as of right now, with 138 backers, they are at $6,489. Now, um, now um, on the latest um, Father Mahoney's House of Horror, which should be out uh, later tonight, um, after we get done with this show, I'll, I'll get it posted. But... Um, Steve was on that show with Rob. I mean, Steve seems like a, a, a genuine guy. The project itself seems very good. Um, but I wonder if this is kind of a sign as to what we were talking about in the last episode. Um, that maybe all of these fan, you know, the, the, the fan films are, I think, could we be coming overly saturated with them now? Absolutely, I think I think that's exactly what happens, and and with with all of them, like uh, well, Rob was talking about it on his last show uh, uh, with uh, shit. I don't remember what his guest name um, his guest name was. It was an indie Michael filmmaker, McGlynn. but Michael McGlynn slashing on Michael McGlynn. That, that was uh, the episode, but uh, you know that he was making a very good point. You know, being an indie filmmaker, uh, talking about that, they uh, you know with the uh, oversaturation of, uh, not necessarily oversaturation, uh, I shouldn't call it that, but with like the uh, plethora of 
indie fan films that are getting made in the wake of uh, the Never Hike Alone films really opening the door for indie fam, fan films uh, budgetary-wise. Right. Now, you know, there have been s- several in that big bunch of uh, fan films that have been, you know, scams or people haven't followed through on their perks and, and it's it's making people gun shy and there's just so many projects to people have got going, you know, there's, it's not like back when Never Hike Alone was trying to get funded and, you know, we didn't have any new Friday 13th uh, content coming out and Lo and behold, here's this fan film uh, that's getting funded. I don't remember if they were Kickstarter or Indiegogo, but uh, I can't remember either. But they've uh, they're actually you know you actually have competent filmmakers behind this project, and yeah, the the fan base rallied behind it, and it was great, but. And then never hike in the snow and the several of uh, the other really decent uh, Friday fan films, and, and and that's the bad part. You know, everybody kind of jumped on this bandwagon of fan films, mm-hmm. and we've got some really good ones out of that. Uh, oh, uh, and there's that upcoming. Uh, I don't. I think their Kickstarter's or, or Indiegogo is already. Uh, over, but for the uh, Black Christmas uh, yeah, sequel well, fan film. Yeah, well, I think that's that's already shot. I think actually. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's, yeah. That's, Hell, uh, it's me, Billy. Yeah. 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 I think that that's shot. But I mean, that's. I'm, I'm anxious. To, I'm anxious to see that. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited for uh, Friday Thirteenth Vengeance too. Hell, I'm excited for the next uh, Never Hike Alone. You know, uh, I wasn't crazy about the uh, second one. I still enjoyed it, but, you know, it was good enough to hold my attention, and I'm going to support what whatever they decide to do next. Right, but my next. thing is, eventually... So, we're getting these... Well, no, I was going to say that eventually, you know... You're just, and I mean, I I think we're seeing the beginning of it, that eventually you're just, it's 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 all just gonna go to hell, and you're gonna get, you know, like. Uh... That's what it's, it's just gonna turn to that. Well, that that was very well put, Mike. Very <laughs> eloquent. Yes. Because I think that's exactly what we're gonna get, and what, well, what we're starting to get, you know, because. These less than talented, uh, some less than talented filmmakers or that don't have much experience are realizing, hey, you know, we can throw this big franchise's name on it, on our project, and actually get a decent amount of funding. Right. But that doesn't necessarily denote quality. No. Not at all, and that's the... Uh... And and there's only so many times the fans are going to get burnt on it, feeling like they've wasted their money on a less-than-up-to-par project 
before they stop shoveling out their hard-earned dollars for uh, these projects. I mean, it's it's uh, it's only a matter of time, and like I said, I think I think that we're seeing it, and it's a shame that uh, you know, with the Sawyer massacre especially, because there's not, at least in in my opinion, there's not many Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, fan films around. Uh, you know, there's a shit ton of Friday the Thirteenth. Um, there's a few Halloweens out there that we're getting. But you don't really see Texas Chainsaw. And, you know, that's that's just, that's a shame. Well, and it, it really is, because it's, uh, it, it kind of can be lumped into the same category as far as uh, fan filmmaking goes as the Friday the 13th franchise. I mean, it can be shot on relative, relatively easy-to-find locations, mm. in inexpensive locations. You know, shot out in the woods or uh, rural areas. You know, the, and uh, if they got a good script for this Sawyer Massacre, I say, you know, go for it. I mean, I'll throw a few bucks their way. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I was thinking about it, you know. Um, but there's, like, so many out there. I mean, I don't know what else these guys have done. Uh... Yeah, see, I don't know, and I don't remember. I'm trying to think, because I listened to all, all of um, Rob's shows as they're recording, um, and I can't remember what else he's done. I'm going to have to listen to the show when it gets posted, and uh, I'll have to listen to it again, because I don't remember it. <laughs> my my brain is, uh, is uh, shot, I guess. Yeah, so, uh, uh, <laughs> so, well, we've got a new episode of Joe Bob coming up this Friday as well. We do, um, yes. So, this last Saturday, or, yeah, this last Saturday, mm-hmm. was me and uh, my significant others first child-free night in about four months. Oh, boy. No, nothing that exciting. That's a shame. Uh, we were actually in bed, and I mean in bed sleeping, by uh, about 9.30 that night. No. It's a shame. No, but no, when you have five no. kids, it, yeah, it, it was nice. It was nice. I'm not going to lie. So the kids were out the entire night. They didn't come back till Sunday. And you were in bed Saturday night sleeping at night. Okay, here's what happened. We got up Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I cooked breakfast. We sent shipped the kids off. To the grandma's, mm-hmm. and uh, the old lady come back. We both got. Well, I never got out of my pajamas, right? But uh, we sit on the couch, and I'd already planned what we were going to watch. Because, lo and behold, mm-hmm. uh, me and the missus have been together for about three years now, and I was 
completely unaware that she had never seen any of the Crocodile Dundee films. So I had to rectify that situation. Yeah, I know. How does that happen? How do, how the fuck does that happen? I, mean, I can look, understand missing three. Yeah. Look, I never saw three, but I saw the first two. Holy shit. I mean, that's like a rite of passage. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like your bar mitzvah, you know. It, it, yeah. But anyway, so, and she wasn't excited about seeing them because she didn't know what they were. She thought it was some kind of uh, action, 80s action film or something, which I, again, why wouldn't you want to see that? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, she loved the films. She, and then, she uh, both of them. Since she liked those, I... She did. She did enjoy both of them. And, uh, of course, I, I never get tired of them. Right. Which I, I talked about that, uh, I think, a couple shows ago, how Crocodile Dundee was my first theatrical experience. Yes. I do uh, remember that. So I, I always have a soft spot for those films. And they're still... They still hold up. They're still great films. The writing, the the, the characters, the, the the cinematography, it's it just... It's a perfect storm. It, well, especially with the first one. The second one I love too, mm-hmm. but the first one is a uh, masterpiece for its time. Definitely is. Yes. But so we watched through the two Cro- Crocodile Dundies, and she really enjoyed those. So I started her on. Uh, uh, the uh, Romancing the Stone franchise. Ooh. Ooh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen stone. Turner, Dane DeVito. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I saw those as well at a very young age. I didn't get to see them at the theater, but uh, I, I saw them right when they first dropped on VHS. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, she really enjoyed those, too. And you know what? I, I was very surprised. Cause I, now, those Crocodile Dundee... Uh, the the uh, the first two at least I have watched dozens of times over the years. I mean, whenever I can't decide what to watch, I'll th- gladly throw either of those on at any time. But the Romancing the Stone franchise, I, I had not revisited since I was a kid. I just remembered I really loved them when I was a kid and watched them a bunch of times because my grandmother loved them, mm-hmm. uh, and I was surprised. And the quality of the writing in both of those films, especially the sequel, Romancing or um, Jewel of the Nile, uh, they were just they clicked right around, right along, fast paced, had a good story to them, uh, lots of action, likable characters. I mean. It, it just kind of took me uh, by surprise because, especially with, with 80s horror, uh, a lot of my favorite movies I watched as a teenager growing up, I don't I don't revisit now because nine times out of ten, I'm always let down, you know, because right. I'm not seeing them through from the same perspective I, I, I saw them as a teenager. Right. Sure. And I... I can happily say, watching uh, *Romancing the Stone* and *Jewel of the Nile*, I was—I think I enjoyed them more, even. 
I definitely enjoyed the. I, I understood the humor a lot more than I did whenever I was like seven years old. But uh, and I also discovered why I like Jewel of the Nile better whenever I was seven years old than Romancing the Stone. Uh, you remember, I don't know uh, if you remember it, Mike, but uh, about oh, it's in the second act somewhere when they're in uh, a village in Africa and the uh, African maidens are dancing around the fire, they're having a big party, and they're all dancing topless. I don't remember that, but uh, now I want to uh, check that out again. I remember my grandmother telling me to put my hands over my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well. But yeah. Yeah, both great, great uh, time capsules from the 80s and just all around great films. So what happened after the, uh, did you, so you did Romancing the Stone and Jewel and I, you did both of those. Or you only got through We one. started, Saturday we started Romancing the Stone, mm -hmm. and uh, and Krista passed out on it, so I just shut it off and crashed out to about 9.30. Oh boy. So what time did you wake up on Sunday? Yeah. And then you woke up and you were like, um, what happened to Saturday? It's not here anymore. Oh, okay. God, it was it was so that way. The day went by so quick. Um, we actually had uh, a couple of our friends come over and crash. Uh, well, not crash out at the house, but uh, crash our uh, day alone. Oh. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, I used to work with uh, came over and showed up unexpectedly with uh, his new lady friend, and uh, we ended up taking them for a ATV ride around uh, the property on the farm and uh, and had a good time for a few hours and uh, then got back to our movie binging. A good time. I would have been like, I would have been like, look, I'm trying to get some alone time with the lady. I don't really have that time. And now you're screwing it. Get out. Oh, no. I, I I told them, you know, that they said, sorry for busting new, you guys had, uh, which I'd already kind of hinted around at that. Mm -hmm. You know how you want to hint around with somebody saying, hey, you know, it's our first kid-free day in four months. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just going to sit on the couch and enjoy our alone time and watch movies. Yes. And, uh, and they basically said, fuck it, we're going to come over anyway, oh. which, which was fine. We had a good time. Always glad to uh, entertain company. You're uh, you're too nice. I would have um, I would have locked the door, turned off the lights, and uh, just pretended I wasn't home. I don't know. I would have been like it. No, no. So well, I mean, I mean, no. So this was uh, Saturday, I'm guessing, when this happened. Yeah. So that can okay. So then we can say that that contributed. To the passing out around 9.30. Then. You would think. Or I would think that. Oh no. Hell no. I, do, I was day drinking from. Uh, I was drinking a beer. Cooking breakfast that morning. I'm like this is Saturday. We have no kids in the house. Yes. I'm having beer for breakfast. I'll cook breakfast too. But I'm having a pre-breakfast beer. 
then yes. I'm having a breakfast, which I usually have a breakfast beer on Sunday mornings, uh, Saturday and Sunday morning anyway. And, I like that. And then, then I usually won't drink another one until around noon. And uh, unless that beer is really flavorful, mm-hmm. then I might have a dessert breakfast beer. Now, see, I like that. So, do you? So, do you drink coffee? I don't know. Did we talk? Do you drink coffee too, or you're not really a coffee person? I am a coffee person. Now, I'm not a huge coffee person, but uh, yeah, on the weekends and usually in the morning, I'll drink a, uh, especially during cold weather. I don't so much during the summer, but uh, I'll uh, I'll uh, fill my uh, Yeti tumbler up full of uh, my thirty ounce tumbler up full of the morning, and I'll yes. drink that on the way to work. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm a coffee drinker. Uh, I can only imagine. Not uh, not necessarily black coffee. I'll drink. Uh, I uh I put a little creamer in mine, not much. I don't do sugar, um, but uh, yeah, I'll drink drink a cup on the way to work and on the weekends. Uh, usually, I'll get up and start the coffee coffee pot, mm-hmm. and I'll have my breakfast beer while I'm waiting for the coffee to brew. Yes. and then I'll drink a couple cups of coffee oh. and uh, eat breakfast. Oh, your colon must love you. That might be that must be the ultimate cleanse. I can. Oh, wow. it actually doesn't affect me. Really? Surprisingly enough. Can't drink milk though. If I drink milk in the morning, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. I wish I would have been back on the fart page. I would have <laughs> the fucking farts go. I would have had the diarrhea going, but uh, I left. No, the fart for page. that, if I if I drink milk on an empty stomach of the morning, you, you need to you need the uh, atomic bomb going off sound <sighs> effects because it's it's bad. Now, see, we should do a Facebook Live of that. Because I think... I can get up in the morning. I can get up in the morning and drink the nastiest rot gut whiskey you got Mm -hmm. that you can find on an empty stomach Mm -hmm. and be fine. But no fucking dairy products. (laughs) Especially milk. Cheese not isn't so bad unless I eat a lot out of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm... Lactose intolerant, I think, to an, uh, an extent. Now, if I have something on my stomach, mm-hmm. I can, I can drink milk, and it doesn't bother me very much. But on an empty stomach, no. <laughs> That's uh, wow. I'm all Michael J. And after ten pumpkin spice lattes. Yes, that is. Oh yes, uh, imagine when we come back to fucking. Pumpkin spice season. Whew. Hey, oh. motherfucker! Don't wish the summer away. On. Well, yeah, I mean, Honest. no, I, I want the, uh, I want the summer. We, uh, we definitely need that. Yes. Um, we gotta get you out and get you some sun, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm lacking, but I did actually last night. I watched you're, a movie. You're looking like fucking Nosferatu over there. I know, and I have my Slimer shirt on. My real Ghostbusters Slimer shirt on. You see it? See? Slimer. Oh, awesome. Slime. Yeah, I Slimer. Slimer, awesome. I love him. Um, I did actually watch a movie. Too bad he's not going to be in the new Ghostbuster film. Are you... Did you hear something? Maybe I did. Maybe I did, Mike. Okay, I'm going to tell you something right now. 
I don't care that uh, Bill Murray's in it, Dan Aykroyd's in it, Ernie Hudson's in it, Annie Potts is in it, Sigourney Weaver's in it. I don't care. If Slimer's not in it, I'm not going to be a happy boy. I'm going to fucking destroy Sony if Slimer's not in that movie. I will call up Jason Reitman myself and demand his head. Most definitely. Because you cannot have a Ghostbusters movie without Slimer. It just does not happen. It doesn't. That would be an atomic bomb going off if he was not in that movie. If you're telling me that we have something coming up... Well, I think we all know who Mike's going to call. If we have something in the news segment that says that, and I didn't read about it, which it seems like that's going to be the case, I am not going to be happy. Because I don't... don't, don't Oh, I've got some Ghostbusters Afterlife news for you, Mike. But you're going to have to fucking wait. Don't give me that fucking six-armed ghost and have that say that, he's Slimer's cousin. We're going to have Slimer's cousin in the movie, but not Slimer. Don't give me that. Don't you even dare. Don't. Because that, that is the equivalent of this. Dumbass! will fucking destroy them. I really will. I'll destroy them. God bless them. <sighs> okay, I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to feel a little faint. <sighs> he better be in that movie. I swear to God. I will fucking start flaming that movie on Twitter. As soon as we are done recording, the, well, we're not recording the show. It's Well, we're recording it, but it's going live. But I will start fucking flaming Jason Reitman and fucking Columbia Pictures on fucking Twitter. As soon as we are done here. And I will do it all night. I will do it. I will, I will continue to do it. Until fucking Slimer pops up in that movie. And if... If he does not pop up in that movie, and I go to see it in November, and he's not there, then after the movie is over, I will fucking go to Jason Reitman's house, and he will open the door, and I will fucking punch him in the face. And I will say that you destroyed Ghostbusters, because you did not have Slimer in the movie. Does he feel me? I hope he does. Sorry. Just Wow. I would say I didn't know you were so passionate, Mike, but <coughs> I'll make him puke. Hear that puke? I'll make him puke. I will beat him in the stomach until he pukes. Like that. And doesn't laugh. I'm going to puke. I don't know why the 
fuck that ran like that. But yeah, he's gonna puke up. I'll make him puke. I literally will. Wait, was that the Dan Chase puking during the uh, Scream 3 commentary puke um, footage? Shit. I gotta see if I can pull that. Thanks for reminding me. I gotta pull that. Oh, shit. No, I can't because... I can't because <laughs> some idiot took all of the skeleton crews off the internet. Wow. Do we know who that is? Yes, we do. But I won't go there. I'll be nice. Um, Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, jeez. You know, this is all getting me amped up for this next segment. And I think that that's going to really... Uh, Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. I can definitely feel it. I think uh I think we need to take a break and uh we'll come back and uh talk a little uh Tony Moran being an asshole. What do you think, Cody? We'll be back. Woo! Woo! Wait, okay. I totally fucked that up. We'll be back.
Now we are. <clears throat> yes. Now I found. Um, shit. What did I find? I found the video on YouTube. It was posted three days ago, and I believe it says. Let's see. Um, Dave McRae posted it, and I believe Dave McRae is the gentleman behind It's Me, Billy. Um, it basically says Halloween, Tony really? Moran. Yeah. It was posted April 16th, and it says, um, yeah, Halloween, Tony Moran insults Halloween, its fans, and more. Epic rant. This is 27 minutes, so I'm going to leave us unmuted during this. So, because when I played Joe Bob, you could hear him fairly well, right? Like that, that Joe Bob on Cameo thing for the Sawyer Massacre? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to play this, and we can talk about it, or uh, if you feel there's a need to pause it. Because I didn't hear this yet. I just, I've heard, I heard of it. I had never actually listened to it. Did you listen to it at all? Did you did you listen to this at all or no? Or did I lose you? Oh jeez, don't tell me I lost you. I'm here. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no, did you hear um I'm here. Did you hear Tony Moran's like rant at all or No, um, not at all. No, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so this will be new for both of us then. <sighs> All right, so are you ready to uh, enter into the unknown? Oh, yeah. Let's okay. listen to it, and we'll give our first response. Okay. And if you can, and like I said, if there's something you want to say or whatever, we can interject and pause or whatever. You know what I mean? We can just go as we go. All right, here we go. Okay. I don't even know where to begin with a video like this. <laughs> hey, how about here? Hey, folks, how you doing? Dave McRae here. Some retro McRae right there, isn't it? Um, okay, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. Like I said, but... Um, <laughs> okay, so first of all, let me say thank you to, to everybody out there who uh, sent me right, DMs on, and let's, let's, private messages, sending me... Because I find these things interesting. Nine times out of ten, it's not... Okay, movieweb.com. It says actor Tony Moran badmouths Halloween telling some pretty t depending on your view of the matter. Too busy. Oh. Today I was very, very busy. Um, so but let's, I. Let's, let's wait. So wait. So, yeah, I wanted to hear the actual audio. I thought this was the actual audio. Why do we not have that? I thought we had the audio. Well, maybe it gets to that. I'm just trying, let's see, hold on. Okay. Wait, let's try, let's try this Daisy, one. Daisy, Daisy. Let's try this one. This might be better. This might be better. I am Tony Moran. I played the original Michael Myers in Halloween 1 and 2. How that? I don't take this shit seriously, the Halloween thing. It's like... Well, that's fucking cool, man. Because I didn't either. You know, I thought it was a piece of shit. You know, 
just like me, you know, the biggest jerk walking around, you know I mean? Because there's nothing angelic about me, really, at all. You guys understand that? Or? <laughs> but I thought that was funny, funniest shit I ever heard. Angelic, are you out of your fucking mind? There's nothing angelic about me, bro. So was it kind of a, a shock or that people were coming up to you and asking for your autograph and wanting to take pictures with you? Yes, it's a shock and uh, kind of, uh, you know, I open. I open. I, open. I, open. I, open. I, open. I mean, <clears throat> hold on, wait, let's see. It says, Tony makes it very clear that he thinks a movie called Halloween is the stupidest idea ever, while pretty much insulting every fan in the room. Let's see, that's just text. For me, in 1978... My agent called me up to do an independent horror movie that's only $350,000, and the movie's called Halloween. It's about the corniest thing I ever fucking heard, right? I mean, oh, a horror movie called Halloween, ooh, ooh, you know? It's like, fuck you, you know? <laughs> you know, a, a horror movie called Halloween, I mean, that's pretty corny, don't you think? I mean, it's really stupid, you know what I mean? A horror movie called Halloween is pretty stupid, you know? Oh, a horror movie called Halloween, how, how, I'm clever. You know, it's like, you're really stupid, you know? And all of a sudden, I see this fucking billboard with Michael Myers' face in it, and it says Halloween. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this piece of shit's got a billboard? And I'm like, what the fuck? I said, I thought, why would anybody want to see this shit? Why would anybody want to do it? I mean, it's a piece, it's, it's called Halloween, and it's corny. It's a mask in it. It's stupid, you know? And all of a sudden, I look up, and there's this billboard that says Halloween with Michael Myers' face, the mask on. I'm like, what? No, what? What? Yeah. How could that be, you know? This piece of shit, you know? And remember, I came from Paramount Studios with my little sister. You know, it was all corporate, big-time shit, and I wasn't going to lower myself and, you know, doing some fucking stupid-ass fucking horror movie, you know, called Halloween. I mean, it's about as, you know, stupid. It's full of shit. There's no way, there's no way Donald Pleasance is in this movie. This guy's a classic <coughs> British actor. He was in, he was in The Great Escape. He was, he was this guy's a classic British actor. You, you're going to tell me he's in this piece of shit? <laughs> I'm doing a movie with Donald Pleasance, at least. Even though it's like one step above a soft porno, pornography movie, right? Called Halloween. And, and, you know, and PJ did show her tits, right? <laughs> That's what I mean. That was on Wednesday, and the interview was on a Friday morning at 8 o'clock or 8.30 in the morning. And, of course, the, the ghetto part of Hollywood was ghetto. This fucked. Off of an alleyway and shit, you know? Little, you know, office up above something else off an alleyway and shit, you know? It was Charlie Chaplin Studios. It wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> Erwin Yablons, who was the producer, and he's pretty clean cut, you know, wearing nice clothes and shit. And I'm like, all right, hey, nice to meet you, you know. That's not so bad, you know. And so he points across the room, which is, you know, from, not even from here to this wall. It was like really close. It was like a little studio room. And he goes, that's my director, John Carpenter. And I'm like, all right. You know, and I look over and he stands up and comes walking over to shake my hand. He's like wearing tennis shoes and a jeans and a t-shirt and he's got a ponytail. I'm like, oh, shit, fuck. You know, bad news, you know what I mean? Points at this couch, this guy's sitting on the couch with his long fucking hair down. Wait, now, 
that last clip where the guy was talking about John Carpenter and the ponytail, the camera panned over to the guy that was doing the interview with him at that point. And the guy just had like this look on his face like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like, holy shit. And I just have to say something here. Okay, first off, you, sir, were not in a movie with Donald... Pl- I mean, you might have been in a movie with Donald Pleasance, but... Mm-hmm. You're beneath him, sir. Way beneath him, sir. <sighs> I don't like this gentleman, Cody. I'm glad that he did not respond to my inquiries to get him on the show, because... I would have destroyed him. <laughs> I don't talk during interviews, but I would have talked during that one. You would have talked during an interview, Mike? Is that what you would have done? Would you have talked during an interview? I would have had to talk to him and uh, tell him that he just... <laughs> he deserves to be um, lower than, 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 than the ground. I don't know. It's just... Uh, excuse me, it's Gatorade. Um, I don't. I, I'm calling bullshit, Mike. I, I don't think the guy's near the uh, hard ass he's trying to come off as. I think you think it's all an act. I think he's trying to go the route of uh, the yeah. It's an act, like uh, Andrew uh, Bernarski from uh, the guy who played Leatherface in the uh, remake. Is that an act? Uh, I heard that he really like is really like a you know against. He may be a dick in real life, but he's. He's trying to, he's doing it in interviews, he's amping it up to try to draw attention to himself. And and with Tony Moran, it's no different, you know, even more so with him, because, I mean, I don't know what all his career has entailed of, but apparently it isn't enough that uh, a lot of people know who the fuck he is, aside from being uh, Joni and Chachi's little brother. Well, let's, 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 uh, let's... Our older brother. Well, uh, let's, let's, uh, well, no, he's actually the younger, I think. And she's, yeah, she's dead. But, yeah, he's actually the, uh... Is it him? Yeah, he's the younger brother, I think, because I looked it up yesterday, because I was very curious as to, <clears throat> like, what his, uh, what his deal was. But let's see. Because I'm very curious now to see if he actually has any sort of a, uh... Any sort of a career to speak of. Let's see. Tony M-O-R-A-N. Tony Murray. Well, let's delve deeper. Let's see. <clears throat> okay. Wow. He's got two projects in development. He's got one film in production. And let's see. Past film and video is okay well well let's let's start his projects in development dawn of five evils that sounds like a winner doesn't it not really um then there's one called smile oh and and this film that's filming right now clown motel 2 clown motel 2 Oh my god, he's going to be in Clown Motel 2. Yeah, exactly. And he's bitching about Halloween, saying it's a piece of shit. Right, exactly. 
So let's see. We've got... Okay, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. I'm definitely calling bullshit. It, it's all, all an act. He's trying to draw attention to himself so he can so. keep acting and shitty, low-budget, independent films. Not that all independent films are shitty, of course, but the ones you listed there are probably pretty shitty. Well, let's see. He's got... Let's see. Um, okay, so here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Halloween was 1978, okay? Then he didn't even act in another movie until 2008. And the movie... The movie was called um, The Lucky Break. Then after that, there was a movie called Beg. Then Emerging Past. And all of these parts are like very, like, um, let's see. In Emerging Past, he plays a character called Blind Man. So that's probably just him stumbling around not being able to see. Um, Then let's see. I'm like, like this guy. This guy's obviously uh, uh, drunk off his ass. Let's, uh, yeah, we got the perfect part for you, buddy. Here, put this dark pair of glasses on. You'll be fine. Character was, actor. Then there was um, haunting in New England. Wow, that sounds like a win, uh, a winner. Um, then um, let's see, the streets run red. He was Pike. He was a death house inmate. In Death House, which that was a, um, he was in a short called. Oh, that steaming pile of shit! <laughs> I never even watched it. Um, he was in a short called Autistic. Don't. 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 It's that bad. Nah, I'm not gonna watch it. Um, don't watch Death House. Yeah, don't. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. Uh, and I, 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 I hate to try it because it, it has a lot of talent in the movie. A lot of talented actors. But it's just not but, good. It's just not good. Uh, it's I'll blame it on the director because it's yeah the 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 direction is just horrible. <laughs> and then and then this horrible. Is the best. This is the best. Hold on. They <laughs> took what could have really been what they built it to be. It could have been the Expendables horror. Well, that's what it was supposed and to be. And they just that's what they built it as. It, it was like. It was like you had a a thirteen year old direct it. I mean, it's just yeah. Well, you need to watch it just just to understand. It it's mind boggling how they got all the. I mean, none of them are big stars. You know, they're all uh, horror actors. But I mean, they had Kane Hodder and. Um, and um, Robert Englund, uh, Gunnar Hansen, just a who's who of of uh, horror actors from the eighties, and and the mo- Bill Mosley, Bill Mosley's in it too, and it's just so poor Bill Mosley, so bad. Or like, ha- himself. yeah, it. It had to be a decent script. That's the only thing I figured. It had to be a decent script, and they, you know, they read it. They all read it, and they're like, "Hey, this, this is pretty cool." Expendables of Horror, and then the director just totally botched it up so much that made it, it made it a complete the, the 
pile of shit we got. That's that's horrible. That's horrible. Oh wait, wait, wait. So this is this is the best though. He's in a short film called Autistic America, and he plays Ian's father, which I can only imagine is the father of the autistic kid. I could, uh, I, I. <laughs> You're a fucking low life waste of space. I'm sure that's what he says to the poor kid. Oh, God. But, uh, no, I bet the guy is not that bad in real life. He's he, he's just trying to draw some attention to, attention to himself so he can work. Yeah, okay. Last year he was in a movie called, listen to this one. You've heard of The Hills Have Eyes, but have you heard of The Trees Have Eyes? I've heard of The Hills Have Thighs, too. Well, I mean, that would probably be a better movie than The Trees Have Eyes. Um, Did you direct that one? Um, no, even I wouldn't direct anything that bad. Um, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't directed anything horrible. I've Everything that I've directed is horrible, but, uh, I mean... The trees have eyes. Come on, I can't do that bad. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah, so that's about it with that. But that, I can't see. So you think like this is all an act? Like um. Here, let's let's listen to another minute or two and see what he's got. If he has anything else to say, that's that's of uh. Back and shit. Yeah, let's see jeans and tennis shoes and t-shirt. Because, yeah, this is my director, John Carpenter, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I didn't judge him by his look. <laughs> You're not the asshole. <laughs> How surprised were you that this little film that you worked on for one day turned into this monster, iconic film? I, I'll be honest with you, I just, I, I just never got it. I just never understood. I started going to convention, excuse me, conventions in, like, 2005. Yeah, and I saw the attention I got it was kind of twofold. I was, like, blown away. Like, I can't believe this, right? But the flip side was I thought, you know, all these people are a bunch of nerds because you only see my face for, like, a few seconds. You know what I mean? What the hell? What's wrong with you guys? You know what I mean? But, and... So I, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I got, I got a line, you know, and I'm... I can't believe this shit, you know what I mean? Cause you only see my face for like two or three seconds. What the fuck was wrong with everybody, you know? Because <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. They're, they're here they're having a casting crew screening of this stupid piece of shit movie where they've got this mask, you know, and this killer wears a mask. It's like, how dumb, you know? I, I get a, a little, like, like a letter invitation type envelope in the mail. And it's from John, John Carpenter, you know? And he's, he's, he's asking me to come to the premiere of Halloween. And I thought that was the funniest fucking shit I ever heard in my life. They're asking me to come to this piece of shit? So I'm like, what an idiot. And I took the fucking, I'm such an asshole. I took the invitation and threw it away. He didn't admits even go. it. Didn't even go. All I had to do was become friends with this motherfucker. Yeah, I could have been in all his movies probably, right? Maybe not like fucking Kurt Russell, but something. You know what I mean? But it's never been my thing to suck cock. I just don't do it. You know what I, mean? I just don't do it. You know what I mean? Wait, could you see him as Snake Plissken? 
Seriously? Snake Plissken. Tony Moran is Snake Plissken. Man, I read an article. Uh, Kurt Russell's son won't even touch that role. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I understand that. but So, no, no, no I, I, I retract my previous statement about Tony Moran not being an asshole, that it's all an act. He, he, he genuinely seems like an asshole, a, a bitter asshole who, whose career went nowhere, and now he's just trashing the shit out of uh, the one the one slight glimpse of celebrity he ever had because it never went anywhere from that because he was too big of an asshole. I, I mean, you know, I'm not... I mean, look, this, what we're playing is a bunch of clips from, you know, previous interviews, obviously. Um, so, you know, this is obviously... This has been going on for years with him. Obviously. Um... But he does definitely seem, you know, just like the the look on his face. And really, if you could see this interviewer in this one clip, they're just like sitting next to each other in this chair. And the guy's holding the microphone. And, like, some things you can look at him and you can see like he's trying to laugh them off. Like they're nothing. And, you know, that's fine. But there's other moments where he just, like, is is generally just like what the fuck is this guy talking about you know but let's 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 continue for another few minutes and see what this deal is so i just threw the fucking shit away oh let and i fell into this project and i didn't want to do this piece of shit you know and, and i did everything i could you know i mean listen to this this is how such an asshole i was so i finished filming you know we filmed in april he admits he's an asshole. i guess i get this invitation in the mail right from John Carpenter, you know, to go to the screening for the cast and crew. And I thought that was the most hilarious thing I ever heard. And I took the envelope and I just threw it away. Didn't even go. Didn't even go. Now it's hey, William Shatner's a William fucking Shatter. little bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you go to conventions and you bring a mask up to him, he won't even sign it. It doesn't matter if you offered him a thousand bucks, he won't sign it. He's so bitter, like a little bitch. <laughs> it's like, really, pal? Seriously? Well, I guess you didn't know. In Halloween, apparently, uh, the director said, we've got to find a mask uh, for the uh, terrifying, for the character that was terrorizing. So they ran out to a store, and they bought a mask of my face. <laughs> I'd love to meet that fucker, too. <laughs> I really would. I'd like, to, I'd like to just say, how many fucking, you know, things do you sit on and shove up your ass all day long, pal? Because <laughs> your, head, your head's up there. you got to eat, right? <laughs> and they sold it for Halloween, this mask. So this was used in the movie Halloween. And it was my face on the deadly character who killed people. The addendum to that is one Halloween, my kids said uh, one wanted to go trick-or-treating, and I wanted to go with them. <laughs> so I put on the mask. Shatner actually sounds cool 
with the whole Myers thing. You know what I mean? Like, like Moran's trying to say he's like just a bitter, a bitter, bitter fucking guy, but he seems like he's actually like kind of cool with it. You know. At least that's what I'm getting from it. I don't know. You know. I think he's telling people whatever, whatever he thinks that he wants that, that uh, they want to hear. Yeah, well, that's why, you know, I'm glad... Uh, to they, get a rise out of the crowd, just, you know... Well, that's why I'm glad they put this, you know, this thing in there. You know, this little snippet of Shatner, just because this shows, you know... Yeah, least... I gotta admit, yeah, yeah, he kind of did win me back over with the Shatner bit. That that was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that, that, that does work. Let's, let's see what else we got here. Who the fuck wants to fucking interview me? You only see my face for what, two or three seconds? What the fuck do you want from me, you piece of shit, right? <laughs> what do you want from me, you know? What are you doing? Because mm-hmm. I want your autograph. I'm like, you want my fucking autograph, dude? You're a fucking loser. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? Because I'm only, you only see my face for fucking three seconds or whatever it is. You're a fucking loser, dude. You know? That's just true. I, I, you know? And, and, and you want me to sign my fucking name on here? He goes, yeah. I'm like, fine. Whatever, dude. You know? <laughs> now, keep in mind, he's saying that, you know, that stuff about people paying for his autograph and who would want his autograph. This is at a convention in a room full of people who have probably just paid for his autograph. So, that's... Wow. Really, that's all I gotta say to that one. It's just, wow. What are you gonna do? Go jack off at home off of this shit or what? You know, he's got everybody else's signature. Like... You really need a, I didn't say this, but I'm thinking, you really need a life, bro. You know, I mean, okay, whatever, dude. Eric Estrada was the biggest piece of shit you ever wanted. <laughs> and he got blackballed from Hollywood. You know, he, he oh. couldn't work in Hollywood because he was such a prick to everybody. Oh, that's right. He was on, and he guest starred on an episode of Chips. That's why he's uh, bringing up Eric Estrada, because he was on an episode of Chips. So, yeah, just uh, cling to whatever little Jesus Christ. I mean, he makes Ari Lehman look like a fucking saint. He makes him look like fucking Jesus. I know, and I've heard uh, stories about. <laughs> I've heard stories about <laughs> Lehman too. You know. I mean, it, talking about about three seconds of fucking fame and riding on it for your whole life. At least Ari Lehman, yeah, appreciates it. And, Tries to play it up like he's actually, uh, you know, like he actually appreciates the fact that he got to be in such a seminal role, although it was only uh, three seconds, you know, screen time or whatever. Uh, But this guy is just a a a bitter dickhead. (laughs) He's just. We don't have to play through the whole thing. Let me just try a few more minutes and and see what else we get. Hold on. I know we have somebody calling in. I believe I know that it's 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 Rob, but I kind of want to just get through this first before we. You know what I'm saying? 
because I just want to, you know. All right, hang in there, Rob. Yes, hang in there, Rob. We're just, I'm just trying to, like, blow through a few more minutes of this, hopefully. But let's, uh, let's, um, let's go back to this. Hold on. It was just a piece of shit. I mean, a piece of shit. Uh, Eric Estrada, who is the biggest asshole ever <laughs> Oh, my God. I worked on that show for five days, and he wouldn't look at me or say hello to me once. Oh, and I had scenes with him, you know, close-ups and shit, you know. He's such an asshole, you know. <laughs> Just a, in his light white Rolls Royce. He'd... Wait, somebody actually posted it, said... Tony wasn't listen as it said Tony was in one group scene with Eric and they had no lines of, with one another so what he said there was bullshit obviously um you know the studio and they asked me when Larry Wilcox quit they asked me to take his place I said no <laughs> yeah I didn't give a shit yeah oh are you enjoying uh, all the fan interaction? I'm sure because I mean we got two Michael Myers here, so I mean I'm sure there's there's been a little uh... two Michael Myers. Let's see here. Let me see. Yeah, Dan, you understand, don't you? <laughs> you understand, don't you? Uh-oh. Dan, I already told Dan the story. Okay. So you. There's two Michael Myers here. Well, well, I'm referring to Tyler Maine, who played. Uh... Oh, Tyler Maine. Yes, yes. Oh. Oh, Tyler Maine, like two Michael Myers. He did the uh, he did the non John Carpenter stuff. He did the, the uh, Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie Michael stuff. Myers. Yes, yes. Was that like a Michael Myers? <laughs> was that was that was that like a Michael Myers guy? I I, I believe so. I could have sworn I didn't mean I never saw the fucking movie, <laughs> and I won't, and I won't. But I could have sworn that version wasn't a Michael Myers cunt at all. Really? No, no, no. He's my bitch. He's my bitch. <laughs> so that's my match. My knife. Oh, see, see, I was wondering if this was going to be a thing, and I'm kind of happy that it is. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> not bad. So when we interview Tyler, is it going to be the same kind of... Well, you can bring it up, what I say. <laughs> okay. I have no problem. <laughs> he's my we'll, cocksucker. We'll roll, back, we'll roll back the tape, and we'll be like, guess yeah, what? No, no, he's my cocksucker. Oh, okay. Oh. And I told him so. Oh, snap. Because I, I never had a problem with Tyler. I mean, poor fucker's got to, you know, suck my cock, you know, <laughs> to, be who he, to be who he is, right? Right. I got no problems with that. <laughs> I don't have a problem Everybody with that. Everybody in the business. <laughs> so I yelled across the room, which is not very far, and I said, well, Tyler Maine's my cocksucker. Without me, Tyler Maine won't, won't, wouldn't be who he is right now. So that makes him my cocksucker, right? <laughs> Doesn't that make him my cocksucker? <laughs> That that that's, that's, uh, that sounds like a, that sounds like if a I logic, didn't do what I did, like a, I, I he doesn't get to be who he is, right? Right. Uh, I feel he doesn't get to do conventions and shit. <laughs> He's my cocksucker. <laughs> he seems that. like a he seems like this little typical Hollywood little faggot. You know what I mean? <laughs> that piece of shit. Yeah, getting the real inside <laughs> the mask story. Right, right, truly inside the mask. And he and he won't even fucking t- today. I thought. For sure he's going to come up and confront me, you know, for calling him a cocksucker. <laughs> and he's still in, in front of ev- all the fans. Like, I don't know, how many times did I say cocksucker to him? I don't know. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine times? Loud for everybody to hear. 
He yelled it across the room because he was across the room so he could hear. I didn't do it for myself. I did it for him. See, he went beyond being my bitch. And right into the cocksucker. Right into cocksucker. That's he, he was powerful. way beyond my bitch. He became my cocksucker. I just really don't like this guy at all. I just don't like who he is as a human being, Dan. I just don't. He's a piece of shit. He's a typical Hollywood fucking cunt. Now, <clears throat> man, this, this guy is desperate. He is yeah. desperate. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Now, in this next, in yes, this, in this next little block, he 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 talks about Scott Bayo. So now he's bringing Scott Bayo into it. This, this, uh, I mean, I I don't think he has any shame. Come on, Mike. We don't speak. We don't speak his name around here. Which one? Play the clip, and then I'll tell you. I'll tell you about Scott, the one yes. we don't talk about. Yes, you do that. <laughs> All right, here we go. I want to promote how much I hate Scott Bale. <laughs> That's what I want to promote. Yeah, fuck my my fucking uh, my career and shit, like all that crap, you know, all that bullshit, and fucking, you know, jacking off. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be there. No. I don't. Uh, I'm not really interested in doing that shit, and, and, and I'm sure you're not really like used to that, right? <laughs> but no, I uh, want to profess my unadulterated, 100% hate for Scott Bale, you know, to uh, to the point of uh, no return. Uh, that's all I want to really I think we promote. should start a website. Uh, fuckscottbayo.com. Up, up the ass? <laughs> fuckscottbayo up, up the ass. ass. Right. Cunt. There you go. Dot cunt. Dot cunt. Ask me dot cunt. Yeah. Dot cunt. I love it. I love that's, it. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Instead of dot com. Dot yeah, cunt. There we go. There we go. I think we got, I think yeah. we got ourselves a winner. I'm, I'm, I'm estimating over, uh, within 24 hours over a million hits. That'd be my guess. Because, you know, you know, people are like, yeah, fuck Scott. Yeah, Bale. when my when my <laughs> little sister, you know who my little sister is? Yes. Yep. You know, yeah. Yep. When she died, you know, did you see what I did on Twitter and all that crap? No, I did oh, not. Okay, it was pretty gnarly, you know. My little sister. You right, know. absolutely. Well, he did post. I guess when Aaron Moran died, his sister, he put a on Twitter. He put a special shout out mm-hmm. to Scott Bayo. I already. Well, you said on. his little sister. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you were right. I was. I must have misheard or misread or whatever, but he posted, I guess, four years ago on Twitter when she died, he said, a special shout-out to Scott Bale. I already went on Twitter about you. I hope it finds you. You and my little sis had a very, very brief fling. She dumped you. Two reasons. One, she told me that you were more like a little girl and not a man. Two... She told me that you were tiny, you know, barely a man in the man region. True story, Scott. I'd advise you to get on your knees and pray you never run into me. Oh, wow. I don't even want to tell my Scott Bale story now. (laughs) What's your Scott Scott Bale story? 
<laughs> What's your Scott Bayo story? Oh, you're gonna like this, Mike. Oh, you need to you need to say it like now. It. Yes, you need to say it now. Yes, this is a true story. Okay. I am not afraid of much in this life. I've been married twice. Yes, I've been run over by a car by a woman. Oh God, I've been stabbed by a woman. Oh my! I've God. been shot at by a woman. Oh my God. Uh. Different women, mind you, not all the same one, because, yes. you know, I like variety. Yes. But, uh, I had a nightmare in my early 20s mm-hmm. in which I, I was, uh, you remember the little girl in the pink dress in uh, Freddy's Dead? Yes. That's little. Freddy's uh, daughter, when yep. she was a little. Little Maggie. Little girl in the pink dress. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that I was that little girl, and I was running around in this big, like, factory building. Right. With a bunch of shelving every place. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in, in uh, Nightmare uh, 5. Uh, and, uh... The place where Mark... Uh, so I'm running around all through there, I'm... Thinking, what what the fuck am I? Am uh, why am I a little girl in a little pink dress? For one thing, but I recognize what film it was from. I'm like, this can't be good. Freddy's gonna kill me. Right. So I'm running around all over the fucking place, trying to get out of this uh, factory, run through these shelves, and I round this corner, and here's Scott Bayo oh. Oh in a God. giant fucking Easter Bunny costume with the face cut out, where you can just see his face, and he's got a big kitchen knife, and he starts chasing me all through this fucking factory. And this oh. seems to go on forever. I woke up in a fucking cold sweat, cold sweat screaming my, my head off. I can't even look at Scott Bale. No! Bale no! No! It's a It's a No! 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 Kind of like that. Baleophobia. It's real, folks. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop the bail bomb on you, Mike. I just can't believe that. I mean, wow. So, bail is like your Freddy Krueger. Bail is my Freddy Krueger. Yes. Oh God. Hold on. There's, I have to there's honestly nothing uh, I can really think of. I'm afraid of in this world, besides yeah. my ex-wives and Scott Bail. Oh God. Um, all right, let's continue and I'll adjust my ass because it's getting sore. Ah, no. <laughs> now, here, we're going to continue. And, uh, 
So what happens is, you know, this fucking little piece of shit, faggot motherfucker, Scott Bale, gets on, on an interview, a radio interview. And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, man, uh, well, this is what happens when you do drugs and alcohol. You're going to die, you know. And Erin Moran, you know, she's been doing drugs and alcohol for all her whole life, and she dies, you know. And she, that's what happens. I'm like, what? My little sister didn't know I did that film until she saw me at Chilper in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, because, yeah, yeah a little time. She's a psycho, you know. But my little sister, she she didn't talk to our, me or the rest of the family very much, you know, because she was, you know, drugs and alcohol and shit got to her. But anyways... Um, I said a few things, and one of the things I said was, okay, whatever. I said, you better get on your knees and pray that you never run into me. <laughs> well, this piece of shit, because he knows who I am. Mm-hmm. I was there on set all the time right. on Happy Days for years. He knows who I am. He calls the cops. Because I can be a real motherfucker. If I want to be, I can be a... No, I can be a real motherfucker in the subtle, most subtle fucking way you'd ever fucking know. And you won't even know you just got fucked in the ass, right? <laughs> oh, here he's talking Were about Were you on Jamie set with Jamie Lee? Lee? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I strangled a bitch. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. So I do my shit, I get through the whole fucking bitch that's giving me the fucking... You know what? You know what I think? I don't think he did strangle her. I think that that was Castle that strangled her, and then they cut and put him in when the mask came off. I don't even think he strangled her. I think that that's bullshit. Michael, you're saying the only thing he's been choking is his chicken? Um... Yeah, the the tiny microscopic chicken is all that he's been choking. That's he, what I think, though. I don't know. He probably sure. can't even pay chicks for sex. Holy shit, this guy! Probably not. Let's 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 continue because he's he he's just like a a train wreck. I think. But oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. Continue. Get fucked up my ass, right? <laughs> And, and uh, she goes, uh... This girl comes over and she says, Hey, man, you know, Jamie wants to meet you. you know? I'm like, all right, cool. She goes, she's upstairs. She's in the vanity room. So I go up there. I'm not going to do it. And she goes, who is it? I go, Tony Moran. She goes, oh, Tony. Yeah, you're, you're playing Michael Myers. Come on in. I go, it's Tony. Tony Moran. She goes, oh, yeah, Tony, I want to meet you. Yeah. She goes, come on in. Open the door. It's a true, true vanity room, you know, like the old-fashioned vanity room where it's a little fucking, little tiny, little fucking stool with a little tiny fucking mirror, you know? It's a little tiny room, tiny room and shit. And I come in, and she stands up, she's wearing nothing but panties and a bra, see-through, powder blue. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? (laughs) What was so good about it was that it was powder blue see-through. Oh, yeah. Huh. It's not a bad day at the office. That's how I met her. Yeah. That's how you met her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She may be doing yogurt stuff now or whatever, but back then she was 
wild. I'm like, wow. Nice to meet you. That's awesome. She was a she was a she was a party chick. Halloween, when I did Halloween, there was a click. And it was Tommy Lee Wallace, Nick Castle, John Carpenter, and Jamie Lee Curtis. But Jamie Lee Curtis because she was fucking everybody on the set. <laughs> no, she, she was pulling a Carrie Fisher at the point. At that point. True, I'm just telling you the <laughs> truth. You know, he wanted to, he wanted to be the face, and John Carpenter said, "No, he, he got a goofy face." <laughs> and so they chose me. So he has to live with that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, now, there is one question I know I want to ask. Um, we all we all know the whole deal of Freddy versus Jason and how that went, but Freddy versus Michael Myers, who? Wins? <laughs> well, you know, I'm really, you know I'm really good friends with with Rob Robert, you know. But I got to tell you, you know, the Freddy whole the whole Freddy thing, you know, it's a long fingernail shit. It's kind of faggy, so I don't think he would he would stand a chance. For this world. Well, with all horror movies, right? They just get to a point of ridiculousness. Jason I mean, Voorhees up your ass and shit. Yeah, yeah. In all due respect to, to John Carpenter, this guy's a talented, talented guy, man. And and I know he's, he's got motivation because of Rob Zombie's pieces of shit. So I know for sure featuring that, said cocksucker. Yeah. So he, they yeah, cock, yeah, cocksucker. That's exactly right. So I know for sure because I I remember him on set. He was a motherfucker. I mean, the nicest guy you ever wanted to meet. Nicest fucking guy. I don't like him, one bit. I don't like him at all. I know, and I and I respect his his work, but I don't respect him as a human being. Okay. Because he was dating Deborah Hill. And Deborah Hill, I'll never forget, <clears throat> when I was filming, came with big old fucking sunglasses because she had black eyes from him. So I don't have any respect for him. I don't give a fuck, you know. Okay, man. I hope this is a good interview. Uh-oh. So wait, so now... It says, because this is an excerpt from Tony's first ever interview, and it's not, it's just a, a text, so I'll have to read it. So let's see, it says, um, in Halloween 2, they used that footage of you in there too, you know, I guess when you saw the face, and he said, yeah, I get paid on that too. I was working at a supermarket on a graveyard, and I remembered during the time and my agent called me up and said that they wanted to use me in Halloween too but they just wanted to use my name and get my permission and such so I said sure no problem and they said were you ever asked to reprise the role and he said nope and he said would you have would you wait would you have reprised the role if asked and he said for sure he would yeah okay Obviously, to give himself another <laughs> few seconds of fame. Yep. But yeah, we're uh, we're almost we're yeah bitter the... old asshole. Exactly, it's ridiculous. Um, let's see. Here. And the thing is, the guy. And then uh, the I one. I mean, I don't know about his acting ability. I mean, I, I don't. I, I you know, I don't know. 
honestly, I don't know. But he could have. I mean, you know, like I said, uh, John Carpenter wanted him for for his face. You know, he 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 could have had a career, and he was probably just the truth is he was probably just such a big dick that nobody wanted to hire him. Probably not, except for um, you know the few. Um, he did some TV appearances, like few and far between, you know, since Halloween. And then, you know, in 2008, he started doing those little, probably no-budget, independent things. But, uh... Which a lot of, uh, a lot of out-of-work... Well, not completely out-of-work, but a lot of 80s horror actors that hadn't worked since the 80s, a lot of them are getting work now. You know, well, like there's, we were there's, talking about on the last episode with a bunch of the final girls, you know. Right, well, there's there was a Halloween movie that was supposed to come out. I forget the name of it. But it was supposed to be a direct sequel to Resurrection, or Resurrectum. And Tony Moran was supposed to Holy play Michael. Holy shit! What? Oh, jeez. That, that somebody would do a sequel. Yeah. Even a fan-made sequel to Resurrectum. A, a fan-made sequel to Resurrectum. I, I am shocked. I saw a trailer. Have I seen the trailer for this? I saw a trailer you, you for... You may have. Because, uh, but for film, a sequel to Resurrection yeah. several years ago. But it never... Well, it was... I think... When was it supposed to come out? Like... 2016... Or seventeen, some somewhere in there, and Tony Moran was supposed to play Michael Myers in that film. He was set to wow. be wow. Myers in that film, but obviously it never happened. So they were even ahead of the uh, never hike alone, uh, never hike alone curve of bringing back uh, actual. I say this in the shallowest sense possible, but uh, actual film alumni. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's how it seems. Um, you, uh, yeah, I mean, but... I remember the trailer actually looked better than Resurrection. <laughs> well, that's, that's really not that hard to do. Not that it takes much. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, see, but like... I just, I just don't get it. Like, I understand you want to be a wise-ass. You want to kind of make yourself look bigger than you actually are. But, I mean, come on, dude. Like, really, you don't have to be an asshole. You really don't. Like, holy shit. Horrible. Oh, I think, like I said, I think what it comes to, he's he's bitter. He's bitter and angry. His sister had some amount of fame uh, that uh, he was never never able to achieve. His one little shot at fame he blew. Well, not necessarily blew. He, you know, it never went anywhere. Oh no, he blew. <laughs> and I think, like I said, he's just angry and bitter. Oh, you know, unlike, uh, exactly like I was saying earlier about Ari Lehman, you know, that guy has made a career out of his 
three seconds of fame, and he's very thankful for it. You know, he he, you know, he takes advantage of that every chance he gets. Yeah. And uh, and this guy is just he's bitter because that's all he has. You know, and look, I mean, even like uh, Adrian King is uh, in a lot of eighty. These uh, final girls in horror movies have said, you know, uh, because their career never progressed past that. You know, a lot of them have said, uh, you know, hey, I I was bitter, you know, for a long time that, you know, that's all I was known for. And then as I got older, they realized, hey, you know, people really love these movies and really appreciate the work they did in them. Mm -hmm. And... And it caused them to gain a whole new appreciation for it. Not to mention that it still pays the bills. Right. Oh, you definitely. know, 30 years later, 30, 40 years later. Yeah. Without a doubt. Definitely does. But that's what that guy, you know, like I said, he's going to conventions. He's making bank off this. So, you know, why be a dick about it? You know, be thankful for the people that are uh, still supporting you for doing a movie you did 40-something years ago. For... For three seconds. Yeah, exactly. You know that—that's a blessing. I mean, how how lucky can you be? Yeah, that's true. I mean, really, you—you know—you know, what do you expect? Really, what do you expect? That's horrible. Well, let's let's. I mean, Tyler Maine to suck your dick. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that that in and of itself is. Let's. I let's, I really I really wish there was video footage i would like to see him telling tyler Maine that he was his cocksucker i want to see this footage you know what let me let me search youtube and see if something comes because tyler Maine is a big son of a bitch oh of course he is <laughs> um let's see let's see tony. i don't see a little bitch ass tony moran telling tyler Maine. no not to his face that he's his cocksucker i'm sorry not to his face, not at all. I mean, honestly, if if if, if Tyler Maine and Tony Moran came face to face, uh, could you you'd be like, "Yes, sir. Hello, sir. Uh, nice to meet you, sir. Wonderful, sir. You're so you're so. I love you in the movie, sir. You're so good as Michael Myers, sir. Because Tyler could fucking pummel him." Literally pummel him. I mean, I've, 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 I've fucking. I've... And plus, Tyler is a super nice guy. Oh well, I know. I mean, I, I fucking. Very passionate about the business. Very passionate about his fans. And uh, Tony Moran, man, the guy just sounds like a. In his own words, sounds like a complete waste of life. And uh, I hate that for him because here's a guy that could, he could be for a couple, couple seconds of screen time, he could be adored by fans. Right. And instead of accepting that and, you know, taking the ball and running with it, you know, that, hey, People appreciate that you were part of uh, this franchise they love. He wants to be a huge cocksucker about it. So, yeah, the 
the cocksucker is actually the cocksucky. Or, no, that didn't sound I mean, right. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's... The cocksucker is the cocksucker. Yeah, that's... Hold on one second. He's not the cocksucky. <laughs> that would be indicating he got his cock sucked, which obviously he has not. That's why he's so angry. Dude, here, you know what? Hold on, let me see something. Now this, okay, hold on, let's see. Okay, this is from Days of the Dead in Chicago. Um, from, this might be, this is probably the most recent video of him. Let's just, let me just see this. Let, let's see if he does, maybe he says something different in this one. This was posted on April 13th. It says, this is Tony Moran from Days of the Dead in Chicago, 2021. So I would assume um, Days of the Dead, I believe, was held at the end of March. So this could be, and this this is only like seven minutes. Let let's just let's just see this, and then we can move on to something different. Let's see if he says something new here. Oh, yeah. thank God! <laughs> Did you see it? Oh, wow. Did you find it? Did you see it yet? What do you see? I see. It's a face. Yeah. Oh, that's him. That's them talking about how the face is on the Halloween poster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's kissing. Now you'll never not see it, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't not see it now. You won't even see a hand anymore. Is that cool as shit? For right now, what are you for? Did you look at me, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a great guy. Huh? Oh, yeah. We love Tony. We love both Tonys. She, uh, my daughter. Hello. It's her first time in the horror. Oh, first time. Oh, wow. And uh, and so I, she's a horror fan, a horror movie fan. Oh, wow. And I have at home, I have a, a two terabyte, you know, plugged into my TV with about 900 movies, right? And I told her about who was all going to be here. And now that she's seen everybody, I'm going to take that terabyte because I got Candy Man, of course. You know, him and I are like really close friends so she's going to be able to watch these movies because she's friends with them now also <laughs> uh, William Forsythe all that yeah 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 so she's, she's going to watch the movies and she's going to see it now what's your favorite movie good answer good answer you don't have yeah this one um see I don't think this one is like too negative Somebody said they think he has a drinking problem. I don't know. That could be part of it. Who knows? I don't know. Um, well, if so, he's an angry drunk. Uh, yes, very angry drunk. Nobody likes an angry drunk. Nobody likes an angry drunk. No. Everybody likes a friendly drunk. Sometimes the horny drunk. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, or... The crying drunk. Nobody like the only thing people hate more than an angry drunk is the crying drunk. I think I could be the crying drunk. I think I have been the crying drunk. And I got a feeling that 
yes, yes, I believe you, Mike. Yes. And I'm sure that Tony Moran, he, that he progresses to that. He starts off as an angry drunk, and then before the night's over, is a crying drunk. Right. No, I agree with you. I definitely, I agree with you 100%. Um, okay. Well, let's see. Well, well, shall we get, shall we get uh, our own Father Mahoney in, in here to tell his Tony Moran story? Um, he does. Does he have a Tony Moran story? If 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 uh, he is still, I believe so. If uh, I believe so. If, if hold on, let me let me. I I can't do the. I don't have the the clip, so I'll just have to. Father. That's that's the best I can do, and it's bad. Um, if you're still out there, Rob, listening, please uh, give a call. Um, we will put you in. Now. Ah, it's like he heard us. Let me... I want to merge it. Um... Yes, caller, is this Rob? Yo. This is Rob. This is Rob. I thought this was Rob. Okay. What the hell is that? Hold on, I have an ad that popped up. Oh, it's the fucking soundboard has an ad. Uh, so how are we doing tonight, Father Mahoney? Would it be easier if I called up? Oh no, you're on. I am We're doing on. well. I was listening. Oh, I, I was listening to the show. I was like, this guy Tony Moran's a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yes, he definitely. So, what, what can you tell us? Uh, about Tony Moran. Well, all I know is, you know, he he lives in the fantasy land where he seems to like people fucking him up the ass because he 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 uses that reference quite a bit. Um, and cops, I don't you like, I, you like yeah. yeah. I've yeah, never and, and I, I also, I mean, I mean, I've heard you mentioned uh, Ari Lehman as, as far as like you know a comparison, but you know at least. Least Ari Lehman, like he, maybe he, he can kind of be a douche sometimes, but he's also like he, he rebels in the fact that he was in the movie, and he doesn't deny fan like fanfare, like so. Oh yeah, I wasn't trying to knock him at all, Rob. I, I was I was yeah. using that as an example to, for him, the other end of the spectrum from Tony Moran. That yeah, he's you know and Tony Moran. He appreciates the fact that he he has a career. I mean, he he may milk it for all it's worth, but he appreciates the fact that. He still has a career forty years later, off because of it. Three, yeah, yeah, three seconds of film time, you know. Yeah, and it's, and another example is um, the hitchhiker from uh, uh, Final Chapter, uh, Bonnie Bonnie Hellman, I think her name is. Yeah, Bonnie Hellman, who played who played the hitchhiker, doesn't really even have a line. She she holds up the sign like "fuck you," and she still. Like rebels in the fact that she was in the movies, and she doesn't even really have a, a speaking. I mean, neither does Tony Moran. But I mean, Tony Moran, he's he shits all over the fans, and it pisses me off because if it wasn't for Halloween, nobody would even know who the hell he was. Well, well, well Bonnie, like I was saying, Bonnie, I have to earlier, give her credit. It's just 
he just sounds bitter. Well, and I have to give Bonnie but credit what? because she does uh she does make that 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 awesome sound effect as she gets stabbed with the knife and and you know slit down the throat like a <laughs> or whatever the fuck that is. I usually I used to be able to do that better than my fucking thing. I'm and of course we get that dramatic banana. We get that banana. We get that dramatic banana squeezing too. Yeah, right. So I got to give her credit oh, for yeah. that at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, at least she does a shit all over the fact that like people are like, oh, why did they give my uh, my autograph? All I want was a hitchhiker to squeeze a banana. I mean, she actually like appreciates the fanfare, which is great. I, I love I love actors and actresses who have small parts that basically like are still like. I mean, what's her name? Uh, the one that played the cook in part one. The one um, um, Annie. Robbie Morgan. And he lasts all of what, like five five minutes. Yeah, Rob. Thank you, Robbie Morgan. And you know, she lasts what all five minutes in the movie, and you know, she still has a career because of it. I mean, she doesn't act. I don't think anymore. But I mean, she she rebels the fact that the fans still love her for that. Conventions, you know, and she's yeah, you know, still making a probably a pretty decent living off it. And and the whole fact of the matter. Is you know even even these super small whether you're zombie number eight and Dawn of the Dead <laughs> still doing convention and you know you appreciate the fact that people love these movies enough that that they they love what you've done in the movie just a micro microscopic part in a movie but they they recognize yeah. that and will pay to come see you and tell you. Hey, you know, thanks for being a part of uh, this movie that I love that I grew up with. You know, it, it's yeah. it's not something to be scoffed on. No, I don't think. You know, yeah, sure. As fans, we realize. Hey, you know, we know you were only in the part, you know, on screen for three seconds, and that it wasn't that big a deal. You know, it was a day of shooting or whatever for you. But that's not the point. It it was part of it. It may have been a small part but it was part of this movie franchise that we love and uh you know the fans are just want to say hey thanks for being part of this exactly and, uh, i agree to, to, to turn around you know to turn around and be disrespectful to him for that yeah. you know that's he, like, call, he, he calls him like nerds and geeks insult. yeah yeah i heard i heard the interview where he calls them like nerds and geeks, and it's like sitting there, like really. Uh, I wouldn't. I would honestly, if I had thirty-five cents left in my, my pocket, and he was charging thirty-five cents, I would still go get penny, penny candy with it. I would, because that that's just totally disrespectful how he talks about the fans and how like, oh, because I was in the movie for three seconds, this little nerd wants my autograph, and I mean, come on, like really, it's a it's a Douchebag move. It really yeah, is. Yeah, he just doesn't care. I think it was it. He, he knows he's going to get paid regardless. He's angry about his life or whatever. Who knows? Uh, his life, his career, whatever. Uh, and uh, and he's he knows he can take it out on the fans, and you know that they're his uh, punching bag, and that unfortunately it seems people are, keep coming back. 
to uh, keep basically paying him for the abuse. So, I mean, he's probably going to do it as long as people keep paying him. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, and I mean, I hate to say it, but the, the more you hear about this, the more, like, if I was a fan, um, I don't know, like, I, I wouldn't even pay my money at all. I, I just wouldn't. I, and I, I hope more, more people hear this on how he treats the fans because really you're just wasting your money with this guy. Yeah. You know what I would tell yeah. him if I, if I ran, you mentioned Andrew Berinsky too. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. No, I, I would, um, if I would run into Tony Moran, I would be like this. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. There you go. <laughs> Little animal house. There you go. Great stuff. I'm going for that one. Hey, it's working uh, for me yeah, so yeah. far. True. Just saying. But I heard you mention Andrew Berinsky, and uh, yeah, I, I have a lot. I, I want to do a whole show on Andrew Berinsky one day. Because uh, uh, Andrew Berinsky oh, is. Uh, a future episode of Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. Well, if I do, here's a sneak peek. He's a fucking asshole. Um. I, I actually, think it's just uh, he blocked, he, no, he blocked me on Facebook. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, 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 told him, I, I told him to go fuck himself. I thought the guy uh, was pretty cool there. until, uh, I thought the guy was pretty cool until, uh, which I didn't know much about him besides his few acting roles. And, and of course, uh, the Texas Chainsaw remake and, uh, and the prequel, which I liked him a lot in. I think he did a great job. But, uh, but then whenever, uh, Gunnar Hansen, the original Leatherface, passed away, and he posted that hateful ass uh, stuff about him, like the day after, after well, he died. That, yeah, the about uh, he told one fan to go suck on Gunnar's dead de- dead nuts. That's what he thought. Oh, so wow. And he said, I, I, I said, I was like, if it wasn't for Gunnar, you wouldn't have a career. You know what he said to me? Yeah, but at least I had two movies. He only had one. Uh, technically, was it was like, in Texas wow. Chainsaw 3D, so he did have two. Yeah, he did have. Yeah, he did end up having two. And who could forget uh, the the uh, classic Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers? Oh yes, got to got to remember that one. But uh, back when I was uh, troublemaker Mahoney, <laughs> uh, that's when I, I had my little uh, butt with him and. One day I was I went to like respond to somebody uh, said, Let's get like, ready to rumble you, I wanted to fucking exactly. right that, when you said you were except he, could, he he wasn't able to run he wasn't he <laughs> He wasn't able to rumble with Mahoney though because he uh, ended up blocking me that fucking pussy. <laughs> so There you go, forget it. About okay. uh, forget about Tyson's next fight. <laughs> I want to see Mahoney versus Berinsky. Yes, please. Oh yeah, I, I would take I would take that mother motherfucking down. I I took five years of uh, Kempo karate, so <laughs> oh, shit. I, I know how to do a cross arm breaker and a and a triangle chokehold. So <laughs> this is true story, by the way. Oh, and Cody, I was actually going to call uh, anonymously uh, anonymously and say. Uh, 
Oh, Scott Bale. Oh, don't do that, man. You'll scare the shit out of me, man. <laughs> I don't deserve that, man. Maybe I deserve it a little, but I don't know. No, no, not that bad. Nuts. Spare me from the bail. Great time I don't know who's scary as Scott Bale or the Crypt Keeper. Scott Bale, hands down. That creepy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I heard that story and I was like, holy shit, Scott Bale is your, uh, your kryptonite. What if I started playing yeah. the Trolls in Charge theme? Scott Bale is my kryptonite. Don't do that, man. No, no, no Bayoism. Yeah. No Joni. No. He loved you, Chachi. No, no happy days. None of that shit. You know, Mike, after the show's over, Mike's going to put that in the edited. Oh, there is no edited. I'm going <laughs> to put the gonna... Charles and Charles oh, and he, he had to, he had, Bayo had to, to rub the salt in the wound that much more. He's got, got a new movie out with Christy Swanson, the original Buffy, who I had a huge crush on as a kid. And and I think, all, I think all guys plays uh, her husband in it. Yeah, it's called called Courting Mom and Dad. Is it out now? So it's new, right? Mm. Yeah, it's out now. Oh, yeah. Shit, I have to. Would you talk to him if I got him on the show? For real, like, would you talk to him? You go straight to hell. Mike. You go straight to hell. <laughs> I'll do it though. I will. I will. I'll do it, Mike. I, I do it for the show. Tell can you tell You're going to have to do all the talking on the interview. Oh, I was hoping you could tell him your story and tell him, you know, that he scares you. I'm not telling Scott Bayo the story. I'm not telling Scott Bayo the story. No. Can I play this? Can I, like, pull this clip? And I've, I've told that clip? story once. That's all. That's all. I mean, you can replay it. Yeah, you can pull the clip. I don't care. I'll pull the clip then and play the clip. That's a good idea. I like that. Hey Mike, I, sm- I, I smell a future episode or a, a future movie, I should say, the the fear of Scott Bayo coming to a theater near you. Yeah, Cody's nightmare on. Welcome Bale's. to Bayo Dome, motherfuckers. Yeah. Bayo, Bill. <laughs> yeah, we're Cody's it's like nightmare Pleasure, on Bayo Scott Bayo. Oh, that's beautiful. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait for what? Just, just to. Uh, I really have to get uh, Cody and 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 Bayo on the same line. Oh, that 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 has to happen. Oh my god, has to happen. Cody, you you've got to just. We gotta Night let it happen. Bayo. We when have to let it happen. Bayo's attack. <laughs> exactly. Bayo before Don. Yes. <laughs> Bayo before Don. <laughs> Bayo before Don. Yeah, I just, uh, oh man, that's beautiful. Uh, all of a sudden, this is a Scott Bayo. All of a sudden, went from a Tony Moran show to a Scott Bayo show. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, he. So he, I guess you, I heard you guys say that Tony Moran wants to have a. Wants to get Scott Bayo because of uh, the comments he made about Aaron Moran. Yeah. Is that correct? Or um, I think it was. I think maybe it was that could, so. Maybe that, that could be the next super fight. 
I mean, she, uh, well, he's, see, that's got to be a lie, though. Um, he said that she said all this stuff, but that's got to be a lie, because they weren't, they weren't close. I don't even think they really talked much, because she, uh, had mental issues, and I don't think they, uh, I don't think they were really that close, honestly. So that's got to be... Because I don't remember uh, Scott Bayo coming out about, about Aaron Moran. I, I don't remember comments that Scott Bayo made about Aaron Moran. I remember seeing Tony Moran saying something about like that, about that uh, he didn't like what Scott Bayo said, but I mean, I didn't research it or anything, but I don't remember ever seeing like headlines saying Scott Bayo made disrespectful comments about Aaron Moran uh, while she was alive. I mean, so I don't know. I think it's the alcohol talking. Yeah, probably. Hey, hey I'm sitting right here. <laughs> oh, Cody, we know that you're, <laughs> you're not on Moran's level. He's so far beneath you. God, I hope to be someday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, we all have something to aspire to, guys. Exactly. But, exactly. speaking of uh, Bayo Afterlife, shall we get into uh, the news, Mike? Oh, you're going to fucking... Oh, you... Are you going to... Are you going to, like... Send me off here into a very bad fucking night with this Ghostbusters Afterlife news. But but before we get into it, please just tell me this: Is it true? Whatever you're telling me, is it true? Like, have you confirmed it in some way, shape, or form? Well, actually, my like, yes, I can confirm that. I cannot confirm anything I said earlier. Um, so, you're saying that you didn't say that he's not going to be in it, or you can't confirm that, so you're saying he will be there. No, I, I cannot confirm he will or will not be. Our little green ball of goo. Okay, thank you. Slimer will or will not be That means he will in be. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Although, if you've seen the new clip, yes, uh, we do know we're we may not be getting big stape up marshmallow man, but we're going to be getting a bunch of tiny stape up marshmallow man. Now, I thought that was amazing. I love that. I love it. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was a good good throwback. But, uh, but really, my only big Ghostbusters Afterlife news was uh, that. Uh, Apparently, right now, the Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal is hitting the shelves. I want it. Now, here, okay. Here's oh, my how, God. Here's Do you remember that god-awful Ghostbusters cereal back from the 80s they came out with? Yeah, I just... just um, I, I, vague, I vaguely remember. I don't remember what it tastes like. I, I forced... It was like eating cardboard. I... I I forced myself to keep eating it though because I love Ghostbusters that fucking much. Blow you took the bullet for the for the Ghostbusters. I mean, yeah, what you said, Mike. Uh, 
And it looks like it's going to be the same. It's saying fruity imitation fruity brand pressed brand with marshmallows. And, Was uh, there Slimer marshmallows in the Ghostbusters cereal from the 80s? Because I don't remember. Uh, I don't think there was Slimer in there. It was like white marshmallows and like m- rainbow colored, multicolored, uh, uh, pressed bran wheat pieces that were just horrible. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm, I gotta, I gotta. Well, no. So Jewel wasn't in that either. I'm just looking for something. Ghostbusters cereal. Ooh, I don't think so. Ghostbusters cereal. Slimer. Marsh. When they ask you, are you a god? You say yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> there we go. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, it popped up. Let's see. Oh, sweet Christ. Oh, sweet Christ. I can hear Mike researching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's researching anymore. (laughs) Sounds X-ray to what's going on over there. Yeah. It's not X-rated, but still sad. Rob, sorry. Um, yeah, come on, Mike. Work through it, buddy. You can make it. Remember the Lamal's classes. He he he. Deep breath. Yo yo. Hold the fuck on. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Jesus Christ, I need this. Oh my Well, what is it, Mike? Come on, the suspense is killing me. Ghostbusters cereal. Slimer and Stay Puffed. Funko Breakfast Unboxing. It looks like there's a fucking... Slimer cereal box. And oh my god, and it comes with a little Slimer figure. <laughs> I remember now. I remember now that it came with a packet, the original Ghostbuster cereal. It came, didn't it? Oh my god. And Mike, it came with a packet of green colored honey. Yeah, like a wait. foil packet, and you ripped yeah. it open to pour on it, yeah. and it was horrible. Yeah, I don't care. Horrible. I don't care. I want it. I want it. Break the second. Oh my god! I, you, I, you could probably you probably still buy them on Amazon. On my prevent. <laughs> Someone must carry it. Continue talking. I'm going to look for this. Um, I can I can hear you. I just, okay. Well, um, I think we not going to do it. Over uh, here, just continue. Alright. That's what that was. I, I thought it was uh I thought I was masturbating. No, I usually don't make that sound. Maybe a little bit of both. Well 
Okay. So what, what else is in the news? What else is in the news? Well, oh, Rob, uh, looks like we're not getting another season of Stranger Things till 2022, unfortunately. Uh, oh. It was originally looking like toward the end of this year, but now they're saying, uh, the creators are saying it's going to be next year. So all you Stranger Things fans out there, looks like we're going to have to wait a little longer, unfortunately. Ah, uh, Speaking of nasty-ass shit like the Ghostbuster cereal, Skittles is unveiling, uh, going to be unveiling their new, uh, not really flavor, but their new product uh, this fall uh, for the uh, Halloween season. Yeah. Uh, Skittles Shriekers, which is going to be regular bags of Skittles that randomly have uh, sour Skittles uh, uh in them, and that sounds disgusting. Because why the hell? Why the hell did they ever start making other flavors of Skittles besides the regular Skittles? Because they all fucking suck, <laughs> except regular yeah, Skittles. I agree. None of them are good. I agree too. But they keep trying to do different shit. I mean, I mean, it's already you've already perfected it. Why, why, why keep screwing with it? It's because they uh, these corporate guys they take. Take a perfectly good item like Reese's peanut butter oh, cups, yeah, and they, yeah. they they try they Let's try to always upgrade it. Up. Yeah, maybe exactly. we can make more money if we fuck it up real bad, where nobody will like it. Uh, exactly. exactly, and that's what, that's what they're doing with all these products. They they're making all these flavors that, um, well, I'll just use your word, suck, <laughs> and they're just trying to make an extra buck out of people. Oh, they'll try it because it's new. They're oh, playing the, the consumer. Yeah. Oh, it uh, looks like we have a release date on Spiral from the Book of Saw. I think they uh, May 14th. We're going to get to see Chris Rock and... Yeah, uh, we're going to get to see Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. And how the hell did these two guys end up in this movie? And we got Darren Lynn Bowsman, the director of 2, 3, and 4, back directing this. I mean, how the fuck did this happen? happen oh i i thought darren lynn boozman wasn't going to be part of a, a series anymore I, I i believe he made a statement about that like years ago saying that after i think it was four that he was yeah, that he, he was, was out done. of the series yeah yeah, yeah and, and now we've got now we've got big names attached and ballsman back i mean yeah I, i'm cautiously optimistic about this i i think maybe it's just a really good script or, or just a lot of money involved to get him or back. A lot of money, yep. Yep. I, I, I love the soft series, but I I think it's, honestly, I think it's become a cash cow in the last couple of movies. Oh, especially with Seven. Uh, I mean, I liked everything yeah. through Six, but uh, uh, Seven was just, it, ju it totally jumped the shark. I mean, that, that movie shouldn't have even, never been made and and they getting back uh carrie elways yeah uh, that that should have been like a crowning achievement mm -hmm. and a perfect book into the uh series and they just blew it completely totally agree but in some good news uh the uh guys behind the wnuf halloween special 
special have a uh, are working on a new film, uh, an a- anthology film. What happens next will shock you. Yes. Uh, and uh, it, their Kickstarter is going right now through May nineteenth. Uh, you can obtain a digital copy of the film when it's finished for fifteen bucks. Uh, and they have a bunch of other tiers too. You can choose from, but um, but it, the whole premise of the uh, film, the anthology film, is uh, a bunch of office workers uh, uh, stuck working late uh, start watching viral videos, uh, viral horror videos, uh, and uh, come. Up across the video it's supposed to be cursed and things escalate from there uh so you know i'm optimistic about it i, I really enjoy wnuf halloween special but i don't know how good it's going to work outside the, the coolest thing about that movie was the aesthetic and all the commercials mm-hmm. i thought so i don't know how well it's going to work uh, uh or how well these guys can actually make an anthology movie or a regular movie at all but i mean I, uh, they, they know how to do a period piece that's for sure yeah. so yeah so yeah i'll probably throw a few bucks there while play on their kickstarter too uh you guys remember rock'em sock'em robots yes, yes i do game unfortunately looks like we're getting a live action feature of the from Universal <laughs> Mattel and Vin Diesel is attached oh. Oh, boy. I can only hope he get his head, gets his head knocked off in it oh, uh, I'll, pay, I'll pay good money to see that have it, have it be a crossover event with the Fast and Furious franchise and just end it all right there Vin Diesel gets his head knocked off boxing with a plastic robot as ridiculous as that franchise has got, you know, why not? It's believable. I think anything, anything's believable in that series, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of new series, uh, look, <laughs> looks <laughs> like uh, Showtime has picked up uh, the uh, pilot of uh, Let the Right One In, the series. Uh, looks oh, like really? Never saw it. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, some of the uh, the uh, creators of the uh, original Swedish film are uh, producing it. And um, Damien Bachir from uh, The Nun. I'm not sure I'm familiar with them. And uh, uh, Anika Rose from the show Power, the show's Power and Bam. Uh, I, I know Power, but I, I don't think. I think I've heard of them, but uh, anyway, they're uh, going to be starring in it. Uh, it's uh, going to be about a uh, a father and daughter, and the daughter, uh, uh, twelve his twelve year old daughter is been bitten by a vampire, become a vampire somehow, and he's trying trying to protect her from the rest of the world, and she befriends the uh, uh, the next door neighbor boy whose mother is a homicide detective. And uh, the way I read it, it's going to be kind of a cat and mouse sort of thing. 
they'd be okay. I mean, in the original, if the original uh, creators, I really dug uh, Let the Right One In, so uh, um, if the original uh, creators are back in it, you know, I'll, I'll give it a chance. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think I'd give it a chance to just because it's coming from the original people. And Showtime. Yeah, I mean, show, up by, yeah, yeah. Showtime, uh, I mean, they usually put some money behind their uh, production, so. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, they definitely do. Right? Yeah, they, I mean, like I said, I never saw the movie, but uh, they. Uh, oh, you haven't seen some... Left the Right One In? No. Holy but, uh, shit. But uh, Showtime definitely does put money into their productions. They definitely do. It'd be nice if they got Well, uh, looks like... Uh, <laughs> and it looks like we're getting a lot more uh, new series than we are movies right now, even. Uh, um, Courtney Cox and Greg Kinnear are coming back for a series. Series uh, called Shining Bell. Um, I think it's going to be like a thriller drama. Uh, um, and uh, oh, Vera Sorvino's in it too. Holy shit! Uh, I like her. And and yeah. Okay. That, her, that just sold me right there. That yeah, sold me. Her and Greg Kinnear, you don't hear anything from anymore. And Greg no, Kinnear's a great no, actor no. too. I. Uh, him and Mira Sorvino both are great. You know what movie I just... But, uh, oh, it looks like... It looks like Stars is uh, the one that's back in it. So uh, it's going to be on Stars. So we'll probably get... They'll probably give us about three episodes until we get real interested in, in it and then cancel it because that's what Stars does because they're a bunch of pricks. Yep. Well, maybe it'll get picked up by by Netflix or something like that. After. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Piss on stars. I'll Tony Moran stars. They're a bunch of <laughs> cocksuckers. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, oh, hey, we do have... Here's a new movie coming out. Uh, Great White uh, is coming out, says, this summer. No date. Has Katrina Bowden from... Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, and that's the only big name attached to it. Uh, looks like it's coming from RLJ Films and Shudder is uh, producing it. Oh, wow. That didn't go the way I wanted it to. But yeah. That's that that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Mads Mickelson of Hannibal fame is Never saw it. joining the new Indiana Jones film. Ah, yes, I did read about that one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. there's another Indiana Jones. Is, is it Harrison Ford again? It is Harrison Ford. For the final time. Oh. All 80 years of him. Actually, I think he's what is he, Mike? 78 or 79 now? Yeah, but he'll be... Actually, I think he will be 80 by the time they start shooting. Um, James Mangold's directing, though. So, 
you know, I love Logan. Logan was a great movie. Um, I have high hopes for this one just because Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was such a... What's a nice way to call something a steaming pile of shit? Come on, help a me. Pile of, a steaming pile of dog shit. Yep. Uh, what's a nice way to call, call something a complete slap in the face to fans of the franchise? Son of a bitch, stop. Okay. <laughs> How fucking long was that, Mike? No, I don't Jesus. Know. they're not supposed to be that long. Um, I think that was the longest sound I've ever heard in a long time. What was the question again? <laughs> I totally forgot the question. But... I don't even remember. All the, the, the slap in the face. Uh, yeah. What do you call? What do you call a movie that complete slap in the face? It's, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm all for another Indiana Jones with 80 year old Harrison Ford because who knows how? Honestly, who knows how many more movies we're going to get with him? Well, that's. I mean, he did call the Wild remake, and that was pretty good. Yeah, so you know, yeah, I'll take I'll take one more, more Indiana Jones. Uh, shit, Stallone was able to pull off a really damn good, in my opinion, uh, uh, final Rambo film with Last Blood at oh, seventy three years old. So you know what? Great. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, but yeah. Let, let's have one more Indiana Jones uh, film. We got a good director attached. Uh, Harrison's back. You know, and like I said, it, it's got, you know, they could just call this one, the last one's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They could just call this one Indiana Jones the Apology, and we'll be happy. It's fans. Yeah. The steamy pile of monkey crap. I'm in. <laughs> Good timing on that one. Yeah, sometimes it works when I want it to. Other times, not so much. But, and for our In Memoriam segment, uh, we uh, we have lost uh, last week uh, Timothy, Timothy Patrick Quill. Uh, a uh, long-time Sam Raimi alumni, uh, the uh, blacksmith from Army of Darkness. Yes. That's very, uh, uh, So, uh, that sucks. Yeah, but, that, that yeah. was sad, considering that he was um, supposed to be on Morbidly Made back in the day, but uh, because of our Danny Hicks... Um, Wait a minute, did I announce that on the last on our last show? I think I did, didn't I? Did you? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, for uh, for Timothy Quill. Did you also uh, announce about James James Hampton? Oh yes. About what? He, James Hampton from Teen Wolf. Uh, J- James Hampton, Hampton um, te- Teen Wolf. Yeah. Did I? He. Yeah, he passed away. Aww. Yeah.
thought it was supposed to continue, but I guess not. Well, the, the message is sent. Yes. You know, R.I.P. James. Yep. Yep. I liked. It. I liked him in that role too. Yeah. Do you know that on certain cable uh, companies they list Teen Wolf as in the horror section? Really? Yeah. Uh, on uh, I have Xfinity Cable, and we have like the. Um, on-demand movies, and I, you look kind of horror. Teen Wolf is under there, and I'm saying, you know, there is nothing scary about Teen Wolf. No, no, that's one I still haven't shown to my kids yet. Uh, but uh, I definitely want to soon. Oh no, Dad! But, uh, no, Dad! Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the reason I haven't yet, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I figured that. Oh, no, Dad. Not because my kids will get it, but because I'll be sitting there giggling like an asshole, and they'll be like, what are you laughing at, Dad? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shut up. Go to your room. Yeah, this is good old <laughs> 80s cinema. I have to enjoy it. Classic 80s. We love it. Speaking of classic 80s, Rob, we were talking, me and Mike were talking earlier, I was telling them about how last weekend I made uh, my old lady sit through uh, Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2 and and, uh, and Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile. Uh, Great great movies, especially especially I'm a big fan of Jewel of the Nile. Uh, Thank you. uh, That's my favorite of the two. I I love Romancing the Stone, don't get me wrong, but Jewel of the Nile... I hadn't watched, like I was telling Mike, I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, and it really, really uh, I enjoyed it probably more than I did when I was a kid. You should, you should make her watch uh, War of the Roses. <laughs> That's another good one. I, I, another one I haven't watched since I was a kid. and uh, It's one of my favorite co- uh, comedies, and it's, it's really like, it's one of those uh, comedies you're not supposed to laugh at, but you do, and... Um, I definitely think it, any person looking for an offbeat comedy, uh, that's, that's the one to go to War of the Roses. That's, that's Rob's pick, Father Mahoney's pick here. Yeah, I like that one. Everything just got hot. It just got quiet after that. <laughs> I was going to click a... But yeah, Jewel of the Nile is great, a great one. I haven't seen uh, Danny DeVito at his best. Yes. Hell, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, and Kathleen Turner at their best too. I don't know, Kathleen Turner, yeah. serial serial mom, uh, might have been her best. Hmm. Great movie. Yeah! Again, <laughs> I totally brought it down. That's good. Because he's thinking. Love that soundboard, Mike. Love that soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> None of them do what I want them to do. What the fuck? <laughs> Just like his girlfriends. Exactly. Why do you think the soundboard has a mind of its own? 
soundboard's going to turn into uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, the computer that takes over. Hal, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> the soundboard's going to become the next Hal. Yeah. You're not pressing the right um, um, things, Mike. You're not pressing those right buttons. <laughs> Your show sucks, Mike. <laughs> There, see, that does what I wanted to do. Fucker. Well, gentlemen, does anybody have anything else? Uh, I don't believe um, so. I don't. Rob, do you have anything? I don't. I'm, I'm coming up. I'm, I'm coming up blank here, so that would probably mean no. No news, no venereal diseases, nothing? No. Um, well, uh, Joe Bog Briggs has endorsed, uh, the Sawyer Massacre. I sent that to Mike recently. Uh, yeah, uh, we played it on the show. Uh, um, they, yeah, well, they did a cameo where they paid him to endorse it, but I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. I'm looking like they have a bunch of backing on it, but uh, uh, that's what me and Mike were talking about. It it looks really cool, so uh, everybody, uh, all two of our listeners, uh, I'm optimistic now. I said two. Uh, you know, throw a little money their way to sell your massacre on was it Indiegogo? Yep, Indiegogo. Yeah, look up sell your massacre on Indiegogo, and you know. Help them out. Uh, no, we'd, like no. to see this, we'd like to see this uh, Texas Chainsaw fan film get made. Uh, yeah, that's... Okay, so hit the Dark Diggler music. Oh, no, not Dark Diggler. <laughs> that's it, folks. Yep, so I guess... The lights are out. The party's over. Bye.
Why are you still here? Go home! Well, fuck, that was a disaster. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.